You're listening to Wild and Holy Radio. Honest conversations, love notes, and strategies to grow a business while building a life grounded in deep integrity. I'm Megan Hale, integrity expert, bringing mindset and energetic wisdom to help you show up braver, go all in, and expand into your fullest expression. Let's do this. friends and welcome back to wild and holy radio the place to be for mindset and energetic wisdom to grow a business while building a life grounded in deep integrity i am your host megan hale and if you are new here i am so glad that you're tuning in we have been having such a powerful money series thus far in season two so if you aren't all caught up no worries our episode today is something you can listen to at any point for a few simple shifts to structure your business to make more money, which isn't that something that we all want for sure. I'm so glad you're here. And for all my longtime listeners, your feedback lately has been so amazing. I was just on Apple Podcasts the other day, uh, checking out the show's latest reviews, and I had to share this one with you from Chrissy Papetti, who I just so happened to personally know. She joined Stuff Crowder and I at the Bism Retreat last October, and I adore her. She's also a powerhouse in helping athletes, high performers, and high achievers redefine themselves and their next chapter after they've been sidelined by an injury or other unexpected lifestyle change. I absolutely love her work, and I really, really love the words she left in the podcast. Chrissy said, listening to Megan's show is like sitting in on a one-on-one session where you feel like she is speaking directly to you which PS is so my goal. So that means a lot. She tackles the same roadblocks in business and life that we have all come up against, but in a truly rare, unique way that finally gets to the heart of where it comes from and how to tackle it. Thank you, Christy. I love to know that you are getting this idea that we're going all the way in because this is something that we so do around here. Her episode on how and why to put money first in your business was honestly next level analysis and reflection on money that leaves me asking, how on earth is this free content? Which, P.S. friends, if you are a content creator, you know how big of a deal this testimonial is, right? Putting out high quality content is so important in providing value for your people, but it also anchors in the idea that if your free content is this good, Your paid content has to be out of this world, right? And this is so the case for the Wild and Holy Money course I'm putting together for you that is coming soon. Oh my gosh, you guys, it's going to be unreal. But back to Chrissy. She goes on to say, somehow I am looking forward to my long commutes because I get to throw this podcast on and know that I will walk away feeling changed. Couldn't ask for more from a podcast and transformational leader in the business self-help space. Chrissy. Thank you so much. I hope you're grinning from ear to ear hearing your words on the show. And I so appreciate you taking the time to leave them for me and all the other people who are considering tuning in. So friends, if you've been loving the show, I would be so grateful for you to leave some stars and words for me. They are priceless in letting people know why they should be tuning in. And with this money series getting rave review after rave review in my DMs, I know we're going places and shifting the way we relate to money so we can make more of it. So I am so excited to dig in today. And instead of going deeper into our money mindset and relationship with money, we're taking a short detour and talking about some tactical shifts to structure your business to make more money. Are you excited? Like what's not to love about higher profits, right? 
So in our last episode, we talked about the three key mindset shifts to step into more earning, which are these. The first, making earning a non-negotiable by more heavily relying on your business income. Remember, money loves to have a job and there is no greater job for your money than for it to support you so you can more fully support your vision. The second is allowing yourself to be both heart-centered and money-focused and why this is such a game changer for any yucky stuff that comes up around sales and earning. The third, moving through Thriver's Guild, which is a phenomenon I've observed when we're moving from surviving to thriving, where we're going to that next level, right? And P.S., Thriver's Guilt will likely always pop up in some kind of iteration when you're moving to a new level of income, okay? So become familiar with it and how to break through it, which usually all comes back to creating a sense of safety to thrive. So today, we're talking about how to turn your earning into a powerhouse to start making the most out of the money you're bringing in. So in today's episode, I'm breaking down three easy shifts and they are these. The first is pricing your offerings to account for all your work. The second, passing your administration fees onto your clients, when to do it, when not to do it. And lastly, adding in team costs to the price of an offering, okay? So let's do this. First up is pricing. And this is a whole conversation that I usually have one-on-one with my mastermind clients, which P.S., my next mastermind, which is called Wild and Holy Summer Circle, is coming late July. So stay tuned for that if you're looking for my approach to growing your business that's grounded in integrity. There are so many elements that go into pricing and offering, but when it comes down to it, the most important element when pricing anything is to be deeply embodied in your price point, okay? This means that it should feel like something you're deeply confident in. You're clear on the value you're providing. You're clear on the takeaways for your people, right? It should feel like a huge gift to offer your work for this price in the world, as in it's like a no-brainer for you that people want to buy it, right? You should feel incredibly solid in the energetic exchange, meaning you're able to deliver, if not over-deliver, on the value, okay? Now, typically, I recommend an intuitive pricing model, which is pricing something at a price point that feels good and true for you, but... There's another layer that goes into this for me when I'm considering the value of what I'm offering, and that's the time it will take me to facilitate it, okay? So when I was first starting out, this meant I would look at my dollar per hour ratio to get a good feel for the pricing, okay? But after five years of being in business now, I've come to realize that the time spent on an offering is far more than just the actual time I spend delivering it. All right. So for example, with Wild and Holy Year last year, I knew facilitating that program would take me about 20 hours a month. All right. That included time spent leading our group calls, guest expert calls, hot seat coaching calls, as well as facilitating one-on-one calls for those who signed up at the higher tier price point. Okay. But this did not include facilitating or planning the retreat that was included, creating the content for our group coaching call each month, or the guided meditation I provided each month. This also did not include time spent in our private Facebook group offering feedback on community posts. This also did not include marketing the container, which included a five-part video series, at least 20 to 25 emails during the launch period, right? 
writing a sales page, setting up payment buttons, all the backend stuff that goes into creating an offering and putting it out into the world, nor did that include creating the pre-work booklet and the pre-work, not to mention all the energetic work I hold myself to in order to show up at my highest level during a launch period, okay? I mention this because as we progress as business owners, it's so important that when we discern the price point for an offering, we don't just include the actual work it will take to deliver that offering, but also all the work it requires to put it out in the world, okay? Now, does that mean totaling up each hour you spend on an offering? No, unless you want to, right? But I highly advise against pricing based on the dollar per hour model. Instead, it means that when you price something, I want you to stretch yourself a little bit further past your comfort zone, and when you feel that inner tightening that sounds like, oh, can I really charge that much? Or, oh, will people really pay that? I want you to ground down into all the work it actually takes to put this offering out to the people who need it, okay? So that includes the front end, the back end, and the actual delivery. And if you wanna go one step deeper, I also want you to consider that when someone hires to work with you, they aren't just getting your current version of self, but all the years it took you to arrive here. One of my favorite mindset shifts around this comes from the artist Pablo Picasso. The story goes that Picasso was sitting in a Paris cafe when an admirer approached and asked if he would do a quick sketch on a paper napkin. Picasso politely agreed swiftly executed the work and handed back the napkin, but not before asking for a rather significant amount of money. And let's say he asked for a million dollars. That's a point of reference, okay? Now the admirer was like, how can you ask for so much? It took you like a minute to draw this. No, Picasso replied, it took me 40 years, okay? Friends, <laughs> this is the part that we often overlook. The value that we bring with our work is not just the time it takes to actually execute it, but also all the time it took to arrive here. Okay, are you feeling me? One of the biggest shifts you can make is to start pricing your work, considering all of these value points. At the very least, start grounding down into all of these value points with your current prices, okay? See if it shifts you into deeper embodiment. See if it shifts you and say, like, oh, I need to start charging more for this, right? Because remember, embodied pricing is the most potent tool there is when it comes to making sales, right? It has to be aligned. It's not only important for you receiving, but for people purchasing, okay? So the second shift I want to point you to is to consider your administrative costs when it comes to pricing too. So all businesses have operating costs. My goal is to keep my costs as low as possible, run as lean as possible, and full disclosure, sometimes I do this to a fault, something I'm actively working on shifting this year by hiring more support, and also to invest wisely in things that I know I can both leverage and that I need, which PS is a big component to making good investments. Now, most of the time, 
our operating expenses are fairly stable, right? If you went through the GBB Goals Masterclass, you know that we went through our business budgets together, right? We know on a monthly basis the tools we need to run our businesses. The thing that most of us don't account for, though, in pricing our offerings are payment fees we incur as business owners through our payment processor, right? Now, most of these rates are comparable whether you use PayPal, Stripe, Square, SamCard, et cetera. So usually right under 3%, which doesn't seem like a lot when you aren't generating a lot, but as your revenue increases, that 3% starts looking bigger and bigger, which is why I'm a big fan of passing this fee onto my clients, but only in certain instances, okay? So for the grand majority of my business, I have offered payment plans for retreats and courses as well as a pay in full option. Now, most businesses will offer a discount for those who pay in full and add anywhere from, let's say, like $100 to $500 when people sign up for a payment plan, right? And that's just a ballpark number that can vary widely. I personally, though, am not a fan of charging people more just because they want to break down their payments into smaller ones, especially if it helps them pay for things in cash versus going into debt. I am always, always about setting people up to win when it comes to managing their finances in a way that feels good for them, right? And helps them reach their goals. The thing that I do believe in though is passing that 3% onto them if they sign up for a payment plan. Why? Because when someone signs up for a payment plan, that means I'm incurring more risk. Not so much because people won't make good on their payment plans. I tend to only attract high integrity centered people and have literally only had like two people in the history of my business not show up for their payments, okay? So this is not a huge issue for me. So what I'm really talking about here is on the back end, it costs me more time to make sure their payments are being made and coming through. And in the rare circumstance that they have a failed payment, I have to follow up on that, which is usually no more than an email, right? Which I have like a system for, it's already canned, I just have to press send. But to me, this ensures that I'm being paid for that administrative time, okay? So an easy way to make sure you're being paid for the back end time you may or may not have to execute is to pass that 3% onto your client should they sign up for a payment plan. And the other thing I typically do is always round up to numbers that feel good, okay? So for example, I haven't completely decided if I'll offer a payment plan for the Wild and Holy Money course because it's such a low cost offer. I do know the first round will be priced at 447. If I do offer a two part payment plan, 3% of 447 equals about 13 bucks, okay? Which means the total cost of the course for payment plan people would be about 460 and some change, right? So two equal payments of that would take that to two payments of $230.25, okay? That's a really round number for me that I will offer as a payment plan option if I offer a payment plan. And what this does is it ensures I'm covering my administrative costs plus giving people a way to work this course into their budgets. And that's a win, win, win for me, okay? I want people to be taking this course with me. I know it's gonna transform their relationship with money, and I also want them to have a way to work this into their budget in a way that feels good, right? That all feels good to me. So I recommend always doing the math on that 3% when creating payment plans. It's like such a simple shift that can make a big difference while also not penalizing people for opting for smaller payments over a longer period of time, okay? 
So the last shift I want to point you to is to start accounting for any team costs as you price your offerings. Now, if you're the only employee as of now, you are taking on the role of a lot of people, a VA, an OBM, a graphic designer, a social media marketer, et cetera, right? But as you grow and you have more team members, you want to consider the time it will take them to offer you support on a particular offering. So for example, do you have a community manager that schedules posts to your free or paid groups? Do you have a customer service representative who manages all Q and A's for like course login issues, et cetera, right? How much are you paying them a month to facilitate that support? And how much would you need to add on to your offering to ensure the people who join you are paying for that extra support that leads to a better experience for them, okay? Now, sometimes this cost is like low. It's like $500 a month that you're spending on team, right? And if you're bringing 10 people into a program, that breaks down to an extra 50 bucks a person, right? Does that feel good and true for you to add that cost into the program? This is another way to make sure you're pricing your offerings appropriately, not just from a money perspective, but a value perspective too. But also, it helps ensure your business is starting to pay for these costs instead of it coming out from your take-home pay, okay? And this is important. No matter where you are in your earning level right now, making these subtle changes sets you up for success down the road and also invites you into a different pricing structure that more accurately reflects the costs it takes for you to deliver on your offerings, okay? They are small, but oh so impactful to make sure your business is starting to take care of you versus you having to pay your business to deliver the type of experience that you value for your people, okay? so. Super simple shifts, right? So I would love to hear from you what other ways you're structuring your business to put more money in your pocket. I want you to tag me on Instagram or Facebook, sharing your best tips. And I'd love to know if you're already implementing these tools in your business when it comes to pricing. As always, if you love this episode, please gift me with a review on your favorite podcasting app. It's the ultimate way of supporting the show and letting others know, hey, this podcast rocks. You should totally tune in. Consider it like a word of mouth referral, which we all know is the best kind, right? So I will be back next week as we go back into our money story. And believe me, you do not want to miss this episode. So I will see you next week as we start getting into some transgenerational money stuff. It's going to be so good. So until then, friends, here's to the courage to show up braver, whole heart, full self, all in. We got this.